Blog Talk Radio. Hey guys. Thank you for checking in to BlazingRyeRadio.com and for listening to Blazing Rye Backstage. Let me ask you a question. You ever get real fed up with how much money you're spending on razors to shave your fucking face with? Well, we have a solution for you. If you go to BlazingRyeRadio.com, simply click on the banners for Dollar Shave Club. That'll take you to DollarShaveClub.com where you will have the opportunity to sign up to join Dollar Shave Club and the program that they've established could not be any easier. Select one of their great razors, pay one low monthly fee, as little as $1 a month, and they'll send top-notch quality razors right to your door. No more overpaying for fancy brand-name shave tech, no more forgetting to buy your blades. Every new member gets a free compatible handle, and if you upgrade or downgrade your plan to a different blade, you get another free handle. It's like putting a hot blade through lather. Change your blade with two clicks and receive it the next month. Yes, handle is still included free. You're going to love, you know, the way you look. I guarantee it. But even if you don't, you can cancel at any time. Easily. Weeks, back to you. Right? Go fuck yourself. Love you, bye. The great city playbook. They're always around. To help build your hope up Then help drag you down They'll leave you with nothing Worth singing about So now you're in And now you won't bang out The Great City Testing, 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 testing Testing, testing, testing. Uh, good evening, Mines. Welcome to... I had no idea if my mic was on or not. <laughs> no. Welcome to Blazing Rye Backstage. Uh, you're checking in with your smoking nephew. I'm not talking about Baby Bash, neither. It's Blazing Rye on the ones and the ones. And I'd like to introduce the Sade to my Baron Wah. Mr. Jonathan Weeks, Mr. Jonathan, how are you, mate? <laughs> Good night. <laughs> I love is like water, pinned down in abuse for being strange. Our love is no other lady down. Good night. How you doing, man? What's going on? <laughs> I'm okay, mate. Uh, so, uh, what what's go, what's going on with you? Are you still snowed in? I'm I'm not still snowed in since Saturday, no. But I I was snowed in on Saturday. It was awful. It ruined my life. It went to great birthday parties. I couldn't even go out there. It was ridiculous. It was awful. But uh, yeah, it's not snowy anymore. Oh, I'm, uh, I'm sorry. I I I meant. Am I talking to Edward Snowden? That was good. Yeah, that was good. I like that. So I, we missed you at Julian's birthday. Uh, uh, now, now, what happened? You you left on Saturday night to uh, 
attend two birthday parties, and and what happened? Well, literally, I got stuck in the driveway, leaving the the house, and I was screaming and yelling, and uh, I was hoping for a plow to come by, but they don't come till like midnight. You know, mm-hmm. the ones that get you out of your house. This at least ours does. It's terrible, and then the mm-hmm. the streets were even worse, especially in Hamden at Bethany Line. So I was just uh, so I was really uh, really mad because uh, I actually took the whole week off previously, and it just happened to snow that day. Um, but yeah, I didn't really I wasn't really doing anything else during the week. So you took the whole week off? I did. I took the whole week off. Damn! How <laughs> unlike it of you. I know it is. It's very unlike it of me. <laughs> Uh, but I'm, I'm sad to have not made it. I heard it was a great time. A lot of good kids, a lot of the mains showed up. Uh, and yeah. uh, that was it. It was good. It was good. And didn't you organize the other birthday party that you could not attend? I did. I did. And uh, I had to uh, reschedule to tomorrow. So, uh, tomorrow? Yeah, I organized another party for Josh, Josh Hopper, Josh Hopper, Josh Hopper, Josh Hopper, yeah. Josh Hopper, Josh Hopper, Josh Hopper, Josh Hopper, Josh Hopper, Josh Hopper. Yeah, that's tomorrow. So yes, I, I couldn't. I couldn't go to either birthday party. It was ridiculous. So that folks have a background, or so that so that our listener has a background. Uh, uh, it was my uh, our friend Julian uh, Kmart Mosley's birthday. On uh, on on Monday, so we held a little surprise party for him on on Saturday, and uh, Jay, uh, my friend, uh, our friend Jay, picked me up at the train station. You know Jay, he's a he's a brother about yay hi. Yeah, I know Jay. He's he's a great kid, great kid. Okay, well, <laughs> he he picks me up at the train station on Saturday, and he said, "I'm out front." And I said, are you in a car or a truck? And he said, it's both. It's a hermaphrodite. <laughs> great answer, huh? Great yeah, answer. Then I walked in the car and I said, so it's not one of these ladies that got their cock cut into a vagina? He goes, nope, born with both. And it was very matter of fact. It was like he was telling the truth. Nope, born with both. It was very strange. Very, very strange. And then, of course. Oh, perfect. Oh, perfect. And then that I, I bent over laughing in front of the train station when he said it was a hermaphrodite car. And then when we uh, got to Julian's, you know, it's snowing like crazy. And uh, and so, you know, me and Black Mangeru get out the car. Chris Skeest gets out his car. And uh, we're just in the middle of a this blizzard or whatever the fuck. And, uh, and then Jay comes out. And then we, out of his hermaphrodite, <clears throat> wearing no jacket or nothing. And then we go into Julian's place, and uh, and he was very surprised. It was very nice, and uh, you know, it was, it was a good time. Um, um, I don't remember really what they talked about, except a lot of, you know, mo- yo mama jokes <laughs> about you know, because John and Jay like to do that. Um, but. Uh, yeah, it was cool. It was a, it was a, it was a cool night. It was nice to uh and Julian made this very nice uh speech. It was almost like, you know, he knew that this was happening. I don't know. Uh but it, but he didn't. He was surprised. And but then he like he made this toast or whatever saying like, 
you know, like uh, each and every one of you means a lot to me. And like, I want to just like, I, I believe I'm a reflection of, of all of y'all here. And, and like, I just want to like, thank you and you and you. And it's just like, you know, it's thank, thank you so much for making me who I am or whatever. And it was very nice. That's always how he's been. He's been been very uh, uh, appreciative of uh, the the people who have uh, influenced him. So uh, it was a nice, uh, a nice event, and it was a good time. And uh, I don't know uh, anything else you want to know about it. I don't know. Uh, you know, I I, I know did uh, the one they called Tom go? How was that? He was too busy dating uh, Flo Krisky. <laughs> Uh, no, he that he didn't show up. I think he was stuck in the snow. I think one of Julian's relatives was snuck stuck too. So uh, all y'all guys were getting stuck, but thankfully it worked out. You know, with Tom, yeah. it worked out in in our favor. Phew. Yeah, that's right. That's right. It sounds a great time. And uh, yeah, Ju- I saw that picture on Facebook. It seemed very uh, heartfelt, and uh, I think he was touched by it actually. What picture yeah, on Facebook? All- all the mains. Uh, you know, didn't he have a picture of like him holding up a class and toasting and be like, uh, thank, thanks you all for uh, supporting for my birthday and coming out, that kind of thing? Oh, really, yeah. Uh, very heartfelt gesture there. Yeah. 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 I think he's getting older. He's getting all sappy on us. <laughs> no, man, he's always been like that. He's been like that for a hot minute. <laughs> oh, my God. I missed the mains. I should have made it. But uh, next event, I'll uh, definitely be there. But there's not gonna be, we're not gonna, not gonna have Scott anymore, right? Scott's gone, Fizio. Yeah, Scott and Scott didn't show up either because he was. Uh, he, he, I don't know. All I know of what he said was he definitely said honestly, and I don't know what else he said. <laughs> but he didn't make it, and that was that was his last. Hit. But you know, you got to drive all the way to Norwalk and back. I don't know. It was no good. So he didn't make it. Honestly, <laughs> honestly, honestly, every sentence starts with that fucking word. That that sounds like him too. That's pretty scary, actually. Somebody actually had a good like analysis of him the other night, saying like, you know how Scott does, where he's all like passive and then he gets really bitchy out out of nowhere or whatever. And I was like, yes, that's exactly what it is. Yeah. <laughs> like in Puerto Rico. <laughs> What do you mean? What do you? What would he do in Puerto Rico? He seems like, he like would, a very agreeable person sometimes. Well, he would get mad that I had to ride shotgun in Andrew's car. But the thing is, Andrew is such a bad driver that <laughs> I, if I sit in the back, I will throw up all over his car because it's a lot of <laughs> braking and stopping and starting, stopping and starting, stopping and so like when when he pulls up to a red light. It is the worst because he breaks like 20 times before he actually gets to the light as opposed to slowly breaking once <laughs> like a normal person. So my stomach and my guts are, are bouncing up and down and I get this you know lump in my throat and about to hurl and stuff. So that's what I told Scott, but he didn't really respect it. Oh, my gosh. That sounds too funny. I wish I was on that trip, too. I think that would have been really funny, actually. Oh, yeah. It was a great time. Uh, so I am going to, uh, read one of Tom Fogarty's statuses in the voice of your choice. It's the voice of your choice. Oh my. Oh my. Oh my. Oh my. <laughs> just hopper, just hopper, just hopper. Just hopper, just hopper, just hopper. Uh, all right. 
Can you do it in John Travolta's Adil Dazim voice? <laughs> um, okay. All right. By the way, brilliant performance by Travolta at the Oscars, huh? Brilliant. <laughs> you mean when he was sexually harassing all the young women? <laughs> Wait, what did you mean? That's all he did. <laughs> it looked like he was having a good time over there. Yeah, a little too good a time. <laughs> I think he's dominated the last two Oscars. Don't you think? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but... He doesn't even have to win an award. He's having a good job. <laughs> No, no, he made, he made me feel very uncomfortable too, but, you know, good for him, you know. <laughs> All the, the weird, creepy, like, face touching and, and fondling and hugging of beautiful women. Pretty much. <laughs> yeah, for sure. <laughs> sorry, sorry. Yes, I choose John Travolta as a DLZ voice. Well, you're not even getting I, that right. Oh. <laughs> what is it? Adele Dazeem. The wickedly talented. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, okay, so I am going to read Tom Fogarty and John Travolta's Adele Dazeem uh, voice. Mm. Mm. Okay, give me an introduction. Give me introduce John Travolta. And now presenting John Travolta. Sopenstreet, springily turned hope, man, you Varte. Deedin fit how king poor moi Davis. And that's my John Travolta reading Top Over Day. That was amazing. I didn't know what language you were speaking. <laughs> Travolta knees, mate. That was amazing. I loved it. Yeah. Oh yeah. You would have done John Travolta proud, very proud. <laughs> I'm trying to. I, we used to have the clip on the show. I'm trying to pull it up now so we can uh, revel in it. Let me see if I can get it. Get it up. Let me see if I can get it up here. Like you know, like John Travolta was uh, getting it up on Adele Dazeem and uh, Scarlett Johansson, Sarahka Jessica Parker, Sarahka Jessica Parker. Adele Dazeem was uh, was kind of flattered by the whole embrace there. You know that she um. I don't think so, no. <laughs> but <laughs> but she has said, I think she said to David Letterman that it, it was the best thing that's ever happened to her. You know, him oh mispronouncing my. her name. You know what? I have to agree with that. Would we be talking about Adina Menzel now with, with Warren for John Travolta's ridiculous introduction? <laughs> <laughs> I know, and it's a, over a year later, right? Uh, that's why I think this was all staged. I think it was all staged. 
brilliant, yeah. I say. I, I mean, it's been huge for her career. She's in a you know lead in a Broadway show. She's uh, performing that damn song from Wicked all over the place. And uh, how does that song go again, John Weeks? Let it go, let it go. That was actually bro. surprisingly good, bro. Thank you, thank you. Yes, yes. How do you think, um, like, uh, do you think that I, after we get off the uh, horn tonight, do you think that I would be capable of uh, assembling a bed frame, or do you think it, it's just, it's not easy, or is it easy? Well, first of all, I think a bed frame, depending where you get it from, is impossible. <laughs> uh, Ikea, I would never be able to do it. I would probably give up and return it in, in an hour. I think mm. you are capable. Uh, I think you need a lot of room, though. That's the problem. Yeah, there's no room in here, you know. Uh, right. I don't know. I got to I, I think the you thing can is, because I think you have that kind of uh, you know determination to get it done. I think you're a bit obsessive to get it completed, which is good. I think, I think you're right. But uh, here's what happened: is the the I figured. You know what? I think my bed can fit like horizontally in here, like like parallel to the back wall, instead of perpendicular, like it was going, uh, you know, protruding more into the room. And I figured if it's uh, parallel to the wall, I'll have more uh, space. It'll maximize the space in the room. And I also got this, you know, this TV that I want to enjoy watching. And it, I was like, I was either having to go on the very edge of the bed or the very back of the bed. And ideally, it would have been nice to go, you know, sit in the middle of the bed. But what am I going to do? Put a sofa on top of the bed? I don't think so. Uh, so, so uh, in the thing is, the bed wouldn't just turn. It wouldn't just turn. You know, it, it kept on stopping at the wall. So I had to lift up the mattress and put it vertically. Lift up the box spring. Put that vertically. And somewhere along the way, the bed frame fell apart. And uh, and and then I was thinking, like, you know, oh, God, this is going to be impossible. I don't know what I'm doing. But then I watched a YouTube video earlier tonight, and, uh, and you know, it's not so bad. Uh, here's the other thing is um, for years in this apartment, I have had I, – I have no closet. So I've had my um, – uh, I had my clothes in, like, trash bags <laughs> throughout the room. Uh <laughs> For for years, like five years of the seven years I've lived here, and then um, eventually, and you know, I have a very strong aversion to dressers. Like I I am traumatically scarred by dressers. So uh, I finally bought a Bed Bath and Beyond like a wardrobe thing, and I put it together myself, and I put it in thing, and and it worked for a very long time. But then a few months ago, it started leaning over, and it was like leaning over into onto my bed or whatever and if i had like a a, a dude over or whatever i would have to warn him uh by the way there the, this thing is leaning over my bed and it looks like it's going to fall but there's nothing i can do about it and then i wound up getting a sound bar and i took the sound bar box this is all inadvertent I, and the, and i wound up lifting the the uh, dresser uh, the wardrobe up a little more away from the bed and back towards the wall by putting the soundbar box in between the bed and the wardrobe. So it was very, you know, and I was trying to put more stuff in between it as I kept on, it kept on uh, 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 falling. Then the other night, uh, I I was 
I had my heart set on on just dismantling it. So I start, and then I and then I was like, wait a second, maybe if I turn it around. So then I turned it around so the back is facing front and vice versa. And I was like, you know, this could this could work because this way it's facing into the wall. But then I thought about it and I was like, well, no, it's probably not going to work. And I wouldn't be able to open it anyway. You know, I have to open it on the other side. It would be pointless. So, uh, so then I um, put the clothes and everything back in, in recycling bags. And now I'm back to where I was, you know, a year or two ago. <laughs> And uh, and so then, have you heard of this Amazon Prime Now situation? Prime Now? No, I haven't heard of that. I, I know Prime, but I don't know Prime Now. It sounds like a movie with Martin Sheen or something like that. I was going to say it sounds like a movie like Optimus Prime, but Martin Sheen works too. Uh, so, wait, Martin It didn't, didn't Edward Norton do a movie called Prime? Primer? Prime something? I think so. Prime, yeah. Prime coding or something? Prime... Primer, yeah, this is about painting, I think. <laughs> I think you're thinking of Nicolas Cage because uh, chances are he's in. Uh, <laughs> um, and uh, the, uh, the okay, so then today at work, I was like, all right, uh, oh, Prime Now, Amazon Prime Now, they deliver your shit. They can do it in an hour uh, if you pay. If you don't, if you don't pay anymore. Uh, two hours. So, so I I ordered um, from Prime Now, and they don't deliver everywhere. They just deliver to certain zip codes. So, luckily, mine work has to, happens to be one of them. So, so, and I was worried that the bot. What I ordered was a a new um, like wardrobe thing, except it's different, and I'm hoping it'll be sturdier. But I was wondering how it's going to be taking it back, and I was very concerned. You know, this might be difficult to. Uh, to, to take on the train and it came and stuff. And now it, uh, I have it, but my point is, is that it's, it, it's never, it's never going to end this whole fiasco. There's, there's no end in sight. I don't think there will ever be then now that you have prime now and you can get this stuff almost instantaneously. Uh, it's just, uh, it's a nightmare. I, I think the weight is, Absolutely necessary. I think, in, in fact, Amazon should increase its wait time uh, for the time you get the the product. I I would go the what? other way if I was what Amazon. Mean? What do you mean? What I make mean? people wait longer for their products. Oh. Because, you know, I think like, uh, you know, it, it's people want it more and more if they can't get it more and more. So I would make them wait weeks, if not months, to get their products. Well, that actually okay. happened. That happened to me because. <laughs> <laughs> because let me tell you something. Have you noticed lately that television stands are ridiculously low to the ground? They don't make them high anymore. Have you noticed this? You know what? I've noticed this. I've seen Have that you? in the Costco's and the BJ's. They're so low, it's ridiculous. Who's watching ridiculous. TV? Your dog? Yes, Is your dog watching TV? Is the dog watching TV? I've seen it in the BJ's and the Costco's <laughs> and the Jello. So, it took me, like, weeks to find a fucking TV stand because previously I had the TV on, it was on one actual stand, and above the stand I put a plastic bin, and then on that bin I had the sound bar, and then another plastic bin, so it was like in the shape of a cross, 
and on that plastic bin I had the TV, right? So it looked completely bonkos. Um, so uh, I, I, and I also want, was trying to save myself from actually buying a new TV as well. So I figured maybe I get a stand, make this all look nicer. I won't buy a new TV. So um, I, uh, it took me weeks and weeks and weeks. And finally, I found this thing on Amazon, but it wasn't Prime eligible, which is awful. But also, um, it, it was perfect. So, so I, I knew I would have to wait like two or three weeks for it. Then they email me saying, uh, this won't be shipped until like uh, February something. And I was like, that's fine. Just proceed with the order. Then they tell me like two weeks later, we're so sorry, but our um, <laughs> supplier doesn't know when this will happen. So I have no choice but to refund your money. And it was like, I am trying to give you money. And they were not accepting it. They were like kept on trying to make sure that they did not get my money. No business from you. Um, so I gave up. I, I gave up on finding a tall. That was the only tall TV stand I could find. So I gave up on finding a high TV stand um, and wound up getting something at Best Buy, uh, which uh, is it's you know it's nice, but it's too fucking low. It's too low to the ground. Now I've got everything is all dis combobulated because the, the bed doesn't have a bed frame underneath. It's too low. The clothes are in bags again. The TV stand is too low. The, my computer desk is higher than the TV stand, so it's impossible to see the TV if I'm, like, laying in my newly horizontal bed. Um, and, uh, oh, and then when I got the TV stand, uh, oh, my goodness. I don't know if you've ever uh, – have you ever been to Best Buy? Best Buy in Bay Parkway, Brooklyn. No, I'm not. It doesn't sound like I want to be either. Why? Well, <laughs> it was like another universe. I, 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 you know, most of Brooklyn, you think you associate with the city. I go out there. It was like a bizarro suburb. Um, it was like a, a complex with a Best Buy, a Starbucks, a, a Toys R Us, or Kids R Us, or I think it was Kids R Us. And I walk uh, to into the Best Buy, and I try to pick up the TV stand. Somebody, oh, also, I, I have you ever done one of these like uh, reserve for later Best Buy pickup order things where you go in and and pick up rather than purchase, you know, directly there. You know what I mean? I know what you mean. I've done one of those. Yes, they're very confusing. Have you noticed that it takes infinitely longer if you do it that way? It does. And sometimes I think they're playing games. They don't, I have to search for the store that has it available. And usually yeah. it's about eight hours away. Yeah. And then, and then you, you don't even know if they really have it when you go to pick it up. Exactly. So I put it on, on hold. I go to get the TV stand. And I can't find the, where the hell... I'm supposed to pick up anything. It says like customer pickup or pickup orders, uh, and but there's nothing there's nothing there except like vacuums and stuff. So then I ask someone and they say, oh, go to the go back and take a left and then you know do a couple somersaults and then you'll find a, a a window that says open. So it was like I was going to see the the fucking Wizard of Oz, and <laughs> I get there um, finally and there screaming on the phone with some lady. They're giving some old lady attitude about something on the phone. And 
uh, and like she's all pissed off and stuff. So they're trying to deal with her. Then I was like, uh, yeah, just picking this TV stand up. Gave them the order number and every my license, everything. And then I shit you not, it took them about thirty minutes to find my TV stand. Uh, and I was getting antsy, and I and I was like, uh, yo, could you just talk to whoever uh knows where it is so that I can get out of here? And she goes. Well, I talked to him, and he didn't find it. And, like, she was getting pissed off at me. And then I was like, thanks thanks for the attitude. Um, and then this, uh, finally, this lady comes out rolling this decrepit, disgusting-looking box that looked like it had been put through the ringer uh, and, you know, a bulldozer ran over it about 30 times. And... This lady goes, I go, jeez. I said, oh, my God, <laughs> out loud. And I was like, yeah, this that box looks terrible. And, she, and the lady goes, well, I, I can give you a discount if you want. I, I mean, who says, what do you mean if you want? So, So then... I say, yeah, I'd like a discount. That takes another 20 minutes. I'm at the Best Buy for like 50 minutes, and they're trying to figure out how to get the discount because I purchased part of it on gift card and part of it on credit card. And it was a fucking disaster. And then the worst part is that I was really trying to get this over with, and here I am an hour later, and I still don't know how I'm going to get this huge, uncarryable stand back to my apartment because it's just me. And and so everyone at that Best Buy, this is another reason, another sign you're not in Kansas anymore, is everyone was saying, okay, we'll wait here. You bring your car around. Bring your car around. Where's your car? Your car, your car, 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 car. <laughs> and I had to keep repeating, I don't, I don't have a car. I have to call a car. And then I wound up calling an Uber, and I thought I'd be safe doing the, um, the, the, the compact Uber, you know, the Uber X. And that guy gets there. The thing didn't fit in the trunk. Then we tried the, the back seat. Luckily, it fit in the back seat. And the Uber driver I was really hoping was going to take take, help me take it up the stairs. And mm-hmm. he, he helped me take the TV stand, which was very heavy, to the porch, but didn't go beyond that. He said, okay, I leave here, and you call whoever is helping you with the TV stand. And I was like, okay, thank you. And he goes away. And then mm-hmm. I... I waited and I was and it was freezing cold and I was like all right what do I do about this this TV stand and and I started texting people that I know live in the area like I texted my friend Chris Kristen uh, hey you know TV stand <laughs> and uh she was like I love this text but I just I, I can't right now and uh and so I wind up like rolling this thing up the front stairs you know and then putting oh, it in the putting it in the hallway downstairs because I didn't want to, you know, fuck up my shit like I did in L.A. with that dresser. It all comes back mm-hmm. to that dresser. So then I, I I go upstairs, and I'm in my apartment, and I keep periodically checking. The, the, I'm knocking on neighbors' doors trying to get them to help, and I only really know the neighbors downstairs, so I only really knocked on their door. But no one's around. Oh, I offered this guy uh, uh, 20 bucks uh, who was walking in, and he, and he was like, uh yeah, open, open door. And I was like, uh no, uh Ayudar and he was like, Oh no, no, no. And uh I was like, Okay, okay, fair enough. And uh he walked in, you know, without helping me. And uh 
And then this, uh, thank goodness, I was running downstairs to check the mail and also check on the thing. And uh, and this guy and his girlfriend were walking in, and I was like, hey, man, can I give you 20 bucks to help me take this up the stairs? And he goes, you don't have to give me 20 bucks. Just give me a couple minutes, a couple seconds to put this stuff down because he had a bag of Whole Foods stuff. And thank goodness this was a, a, a miracle. He helped me take it up the stairs. He refused my offers of cash, um, and wow. uh, and that was a good kid. And then, like, uh, I opened it, and, and I was like, I can't put this fucking thing together. It was so complicated. So so then this guy from uh, Handy came next day. Have you heard of this app, Handy? No, I've never heard of this app. What, what, well, what are these guys? Handy guys come to help fix something up? See, I thought your mind was going to go elsewhere. <laughs> But that's exactly right. Uh, so, uh, unlike unlike most of the apps on my phone, this this is not sex involved. And uh, the, the the guy came like an hour late. Um, and I mean, granted, I did schedule it at like seven on a Sunday morning, which is what you're talking about. Me being obsessive about getting shit done immediately. Uh, so uh, so then and then he came. And he put it together, and it was fine. Um, and uh, and I tried, I tried to like enjoy my regular TV on that thing. And and I was like, eventually, I was like, fuck it, I'm I'm gonna get the I'm gonna get the new TV. So I I I, I, I put that that TV. Now let me explain something. I noticed that 4K TVs. Have you have you seen these things 4K TVs? No, what, what is that? So it's four times the pixels of regular HD, so it's like super clear picture oh and stuff. Oh my god! Right, and I um I noticed that their prices for the 2014 models anyway were were going way down, so they were somewhat affordable. So I I I had I really had my heart set on this Sony TV, and I kept on like walking into Best Buys and just staring at it and stuff. So finally, the day comes when I decide to actually do something about it, and I <laughs> I like place the hold on it to pick it up at Best Buy at 42nd and 5th in Manhattan, and I noticed that the only other Best Buy that still had it in stock was the Bay Parkway Brooklyn one. <clears throat> And so, uh, all of a sudden, I get a, a message saying, like, there's a problem with your order. And then I'm still planning on going to Best Buy and 5th and 4th. And then they they sent another message saying, uh, yeah, it's not actually at that store. Um, and then I was like, oh, God, is it at the, the Bay Parkway one? And so, she said, yes, it is there. So, I go back to this god-awful Best Buy <laughs> And I have to go back to the wizard's uh, place <laughs> to pick up the TV. And luckily, they seemed to kind of know where it was this time, and they had it and everything. And um, I finally, like, uh, uh-oh, and then the whole thing again happens where, where's your car? Where's your car? I don't have a fucking car. So I... I um, so I called an Uber. This time I got one of the black Uber cars instead of the Uber X. So you know, but, but I mean, let a, the TV stand and the uh, and the TV cost enough, but all these Uber rides and everything are really piling up. 
Uh, and so I get in Uber, and I'm waiting for that guy. And then the TV barely fit in the big black car. And then it finally fit in the back seat, and I rode in front. And then I told that guy, I was like, all right, I'll give you 20 bucks to help me take this up the stairs. So he did. He, t- he but but you know I don't have the kind of money where I'm like just, I should be offering twenties up to to every Sally show and Phil that helps me with something. Um, but uh, you know, and what's the deal with Uber anyway? You're supposed to tip the guys or not? It's very unclear. It's very unclear. I don't know what the proper etiquette is. And finally got the got the thing set up. Um, and then like I said, I wanted a good viewing experience, so that's when I put the the mattress and stuff back against the wall more and give me more space and. And now it's, you know, it's the the room's more of a mess than it was before I started this whole redecoration process. <laughs> huh. This sounds awful. <laughs> this sounds like an adventure, a journey through hell and back <laughs> with thrown up baggage. <laughs> All you need is a sidekick and to go fight orcs. A, a sidekick and forks? Yeah, all you need is a sidekick to go fight orcs and uh, have a ring to burn up and get rid of. I mean, I just want to say that if and if you read like the reviews of this Best Buy or whatever on on Google, I think I saw they are horrendous. It's like a bunch, I think it has like one and a half stars or something. Let's let's take a look now, actually. Uh, one and a half stars. How do, how do you get one and a half stars? That must be I, awful. <laughs> oh, it has two stars. It has two stars. No, two stars. Okay, let's see. Here's one. This is from Faye Hecate. She says, Wow, I did not know Best Buy could possibly have such horrible customer service. They refused my sales? Oh, that's like the Amazon with me. They refused my sales? How dare they? <laughs> and then she says, I heard about a sale on a mobile phone, so I grabbed five. Why is she grabbing five phones? I grabbed five. I went to check out the I went to the checkout counter in the front and they said I wasn't allowed to check out in that department. And that I should check out by the mobile center. I did. And they asked. I waited a good 20 minutes. The clerk did not give a rat's A asterisk asterisk. All right, let's move on to another one. Uh, where, are my, where are my glasses? I need my glasses to read. Uh, okay. Uh, another guy says, useless. On the phone, there's always that one extremely dull worker who doesn't even say bye after hanging up. They tell you things are in stock, but when you go there, they take forever to find the item or tell you it's actually not there. Uh, For example, I went there to buy an iPad Mini 2 last year. They took 20 minutes to look for it and never came back, so I left. (laughs) I attempted to buy an iPad Mini 3 on Sunday when the iPads were still discounted $75. I go to the store, and the promotion was over, in quotes, during my commute to the store. And they told me they would not honor the price. Not only did I not know that when I purchased the item, but when I purchased the item, the sales associate gave me 16 gig instead of 64 gig. I didn't notice this before I left the store. They would have charged me a restock fee for an open product if I returned it. Then I then try. 
I then tried to purchase the Mini 2 online, and the 32 gig was supposedly sold out despite being available the entire time I tried to pay. Then tried the 64 gig, and it was unavailable for shipping. Yet, I cannot take it up from Best Buy because none of them in the city even carries this item for pickup. Um, very few workers there are actually friendly and helpful. The others are just wanting to toss you out the way, especially on the phone. <laughs> Waste of my time to come all the way down to the store for nothing. Uh, most useless, you most useless, rude employees ever. Uh, this store is simply the worst Best Buy store in New York. The worst Best Buy in the Brooklyn area. The staff don't know anything, and each department is empty with no staff to give an advice. Most of them just walk around and talk to each other, messing around, sit on their phones, absolutely the worst. The worst <laughs> store in the world. Nobody knows nothing. This store should be shut down. It's an embarrassment. I have a feeling they hire only drug addicts and people without even a high school diploma. Sorry for the GM. He is probably even worse. Yeah, that, that fucking review was horribly... I can't, can't believe that that person has a high school diploma. Um... This store is the worst. Every time I go inside the store, the employee seems playful or standing in a bundle. <laughs> I tried to purchase a laptop. It took over 30 minutes for anyone to come. This is the last time I will waste my gas to come to this location. Waste, uh, by the way, there is spelled W-A-I-S-T. Um, <laughs> these reviewers are worse than the store. Uh, how about this? Let's Let's end with this one. Chris store manager is a freaking douchebag. He makes up his own rules and arrogant piece of junk. He refuses two coupons at the same time, while my friend used them with no problem earlier on the same day. Worst quatimer service. And we'll end with that. <laughs> so bad. I love the one where I, I went in there looking for an iPad, too, and I waited for 20 minutes. They never came back. <laughs> yeah, so he left. He just, he just fucking left. Oh, I mean, that Best Buy is, you know, they, they may try to make it seem like Oz, but it is far from it. <laughs> I'm going to start clear of that uh, Best Buy. It sounds awful. For winning animated movie Frozen, please welcome the wickedly talented one and only Adele Dazi. <laughs> They gotta keep it funny. Travolta back for every Oscar. Oh, that would actually make him the uh, host. (laughs) (laughs) Why are they clapping? They shouldn't be clapping. (laughs) That would be such a shit show. What did you think of the Oscars? You know, I thought it was pretty good. It wasn't bad at all. It was a lot of variety. Uh, you know, Birdman, big winner. Yeah. Uh, the guy from Theory About Everything, big winner. I haven't seen any of these movies, but uh, I thought it wasn't too bad. The performances were great. Glory. Um, yeah. It was, it, was, it was a great show. And Lady Gaga, knocking it out of the park, I thought. Right? No, no good? Yeah. Yeah, no, very good. Very good. What would you think uh, of uh, Neil Patrick Harris? Oh, uh, that's that's a good question. I mean, I, I read a lot of articles about it. They slammed him. I mean, they're like, yeah. um, I didn't think he was that bad. I thought he was kind of funny, actually. But uh, yeah. you know, his joke about Snowden and uh, you know takes balls to wear that dress, and I thought he was, wasn't bad. I think he was just his writers maybe didn't make great jokes for him, and I mean, he was a little bit off. But I guess you know he was doing what he what he does. 
Are we about the, the best and whitest? <laughs> yes, the best and whitest. Yes. That was good, too. So, I mean, he, was, he was good. I thought he was pretty good. I don't know why they're slamming him, but still. Um, the other night on, on The Late Show with David Letterman, uh, Dave said during the monologue, um, you know, Neil Patrick Harris, he's he's getting uh, mixed reviews for his hosting of the Academy Awards. Mixed reviews. <sighs> and then Paul goes, ah, Dave, ah, yeah, Dave, what what is it? And then Dave goes, I'm just thinking about how it would be to get mixed reviews. <laughs> it's not too bad. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I mean, I, he still remains my favorite Oscar host ever because it was like watching the Oscars and his show at the same time, which to me was the best of both worlds. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know, he's, he's always bring their own kind of qualities. I thought Neil Patrick Harris was pretty good for the night. I don't know why they were slamming him, but I think they were looking for a home run. It wasn't a home run, but, you know, it's the Oscars. I mean, if you do a phenomenal job, it's really kind of thankless either way, I think, but yeah, um, you know, I, I don't remember like the best last host. I don't really, you know, I can't tell you. Maybe Hugh Jackman. He was kind of flat, right? I guess. Um, no, he was good. I remember him being pretty good. He's very good. Okay, well, uh, Billy, my dad says Billy Crystal's one of the best. I don't know. I've never seen one with Billy Crystal, but. Well, that's uh, what you know. People, well, yeah, people say that, but then. So then they have uh, James Hathaway and Anne Franco do it, and and you know they they just bomb the the Frank and Hathaways, and so they they think okay let's go to the old faithful let's get Billy Crystal and then and then he was no good the next year you know I mean yeah, he's a little crazy I think yeah <laughs> that's why um, Kelly have you heard of this show uh, live with uh, Regis and, and Kelly Lee. Uh, yeah, yeah, heard? yeah. Regis and uh, Bruce Lee. Yeah, I, I've seen that before. Yeah, yeah, it's a great yeah. show. So, right. So Kelly Lee and Michael Lee Strahan were uh, being interviewed by a uh, extra or something, one of those horrible shows, and they uh, they were like, "How about you two hosting the Oscars next year?" And then Kelly was like, "Absolutely not. No way. I would never do that. It is a, it's 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 all losing." Hosting is all, it's all losing. It's just the degree to which you lose, which I find very true, you know, it's, especially lately. There, you're right. There has not been a good Oscar host lately. I thought, you know, uh, Chris Rock was a fantastic host. Yeah. He came out, he did this amazing stand-up about Bush and how he was like, if you're bad at your job at McDonald's, you get fired. <clears throat> and he was talking about how, like, you know, how is the president going to keep his job? You know, and he sucks at it, and it was great. <laughs> yeah, you're right. I think Chris Rock was perfect, actually. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. <laughs> how, about, oh, how about this? Alan Thick, next host. Alan Thick, I think, would be fantastic. Yeah, see? Yeah! Martin Short. Da 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 da
It, it reminds me of the parrot that he did. He play the parrot in uh, was it Aladdin or something? Yeah, I- Iago. Yeah, Iago. Oh, yeah, Iago. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, yes. I'm thinking about the parrot when I hear that laugh. You know what? Um, the the thing with um, um, uh, the the music at the Oscars this year was every time they tried to play someone off. That person then said something like, and my mother died. And, then yeah, they, and, yeah, yeah. and it was like so awkward. And then they would try to calm down the music and it was just right. so awkward. Well, John, do you know what time it, it is? Oh my God, is I'm at the Wars with the Wizard? Yeah, let me just find yeah. the audio. Yeah, let's do this. Oh, for Tom Fogarty, what's up? Hey, I'm sorry, I'm late, I'm late, I'm late, I'm late, I'm a mess, I'm a mess. I'm a mess, I'm a mess. It's all gravy train, you're coming from a show, right? How was your shoe? Yeah, no, it was really quite wonderful. It's sort of a Long Island take on Love's Labor's Lost. Oh. The actual theater doing a new new play called The Groundling, and it was really quite wonderful, funny, and touching at the very end. And I understand and then you we brought a ran clip. home. Uh huh. Uh huh. And you, yeah. have a, you have a you have a clip that you want to share of the play? Uh, a what? A clip? Did you bring a clip with you? Oh uh, no 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 no. <laughs> no. I've got my clip. Oh, I've got my clip. <laughs> oh man. Well, it sounds like the cops are already after us for this yeah, one. Yeah, they're on me. <laughs> what? Who is your first hot messiah? My first hot mess has got to be all the Madonna haters out there. I mean, yeah. what the fuck? Oh. Oh. I mean, really. Oh. She's 55 fucking years old, and she busted her ass. Give her a break. I agree. Yeah. Damn. It, you know, we should, all, we should all be in that kind of shape at 55. Jesus. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. It's such a, it's like, you know, it's just, it's all couched in this, like, sort of ageist feminist bullshit. I mean, it's, she should act age, it seems to be the general consensus. Why, because of the way she looks, or because she's still vital, because she's doing something you're not? Shut the fuck up. (laughs) (laughs) And who's your second hot mess? My second hot mess is this fucking weather. Is it ever going to Yeah! Who? The weather. I usually don't mind the fucking winter, but this is re- goddamn ridiculous. Yeah. Yeah. I'm kind of over it. Yeah. Me too. Of course, I'm. I'll be singing a different tune in the middle of summer when I've got a terrarium in my shorts. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I've been saying the exact same thing as you, Sire. I've been saying I. Never get bothered by the weather, especially after I lived in L.A. I appreciate this changing of seasons, but uh, the other day I walked out the crib, and I was like, this is a bit too cold. Yeah. Yeah, I searched for my nuts for 20 minutes the other day when I came back in. I had no idea where the fuck they were. 
<laughs> Maybe they were grandpa balls in the toilet. Uh, well, yeah, that does. So now you know. I mean, they got even a further way to go when they disappear now. <laughs> and who's your third and final hot mess? Oh, man. Who was my third and final hot mess? Anything Kanye. Oh, no. No, 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 no. The missus is weighing in on Kanye again. Oh, man. Hi, missus. Hi, missus. <laughs> yeah, so we're a tad frazzled tonight. What can I say? Uh, no, no problem. Are we are we skipping it? Huh? Do you, do you have a hot mess, or are we skipping the last? Oh, one? she said anything Kanye. It just seems like every fucking day he sticks his foot in it. Oh, do you know that today he uh, he tweeted uh, something like I owe Beck an apology. I'm sorry, Beck. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and then he tweeted. I also owe Bruno Mars an apology. I used to hate on him, but now I really, but I really respect his artistry. And then the next tweet was, and I really want him to sing on this hook. Oh yeah, right. Yeah. 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 I mean, you know, he he's got a point. Beyonce did blow the shit off of that with that fucking album, and Beck was just doing shit that's ten years old, as far as I'm concerned. But it's not his place to like get up and fucking do that. Right, exactly. The Grammy is always—it's always been bullshit. It's always bullshit. It's always going to be bullshit. It's like when Steely Dan won that award for album of the year when the Marshall Mathers LP was nominated. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. And we don't even remember what the name of that Steely Dan was—greatest hits or some shit. <laughs> no, it was Last something. Around. Yeah, it was. It Final wasn't gas. Greatest hits. <laughs> yeah, one of those. <laughs> Judge instead of uh, Asia. It was J A J, huh? <laughs> so informative. Yes. All right. Is everyone lubed up and ready to joke off? I've been greased for days. Let's check all it right. all night. We're gonna open it. I'll open it with uh, this guy. All right. Let's jack off, gentlemen. Uh, owner to Kel, kick us off. So I'm just supposed to read this. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> all right. Uh, let's, ain't nothing to it but to do it. Uh, weeks, kick us off. Okay. 28-year-old Memphis man Thomas Standler was arrested Wednesday after allegedly hitting his 92-year-old girlfriend. He was charged with defacing an antique. Oops. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, I don't, the beef? I, I don't feel right without without doing this. So uh, hang on one second. Let's uh, open up the joke bag. Cue the strings and the horns. It was very catchy. Oh, I feel better now. Okay, and I'm just supposed to read this? San Jose man, Cody Phillip Gintz robbed a Girl Scout troop of its cookies on Sunday in order to feed his heroin addiction. Reminds me of that time that I tried heroin to conquer my fucking Girl Scout cookie addiction. Uh, <laughs> 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 
Parks and Recreation ended this week with an hour-long series finale. To celebrate, I'm going to treat myself, put it living, treat myself, do a little something good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All righty then. <laughs> that reminds me of that time that Drew Barrymore celebrated her 40th birthday. Sunday, makeup free. And also reminds me of that time that she celebrated David Letterman's birthday, shirt and bra free. Yeah. Yeah. And Happy birthday. Yeah, to you, bounce, bounce. <laughs> Longtime Daily Show correspondent Jason Jones announced he's leaving the show this year, which means the only person left over at Comedy Central is one of those crank yanker guys with his hand up a puppet's ass. <laughs> Solange, Solange, you you know Solange has offered her reaction to Juliana Rancic's racist Oscar comments about dreadlocks. Her reaction was kicking Rancic in an elevator. I had this on lock since before Ray Rice. Come on now. (laughs) Anybody got time for that? The Huffington Post this week published an article discussing on-screen couples who didn't like each other in real life. The list included Vivian Vance and William Frawley from I Love Lucy, Jennifer Grey and Patrick Swayze, Dirty Dancing, and Laurence Olivier and Marilyn Monroe. Noticeably missing from the list, O.J. and Nicole Simpson! But Kato Kalin was there. Ooh, with the cane and everything. Oh, cool boy! Augie's Barbed Wire Smokehouse in Texas was robbed of 13 smoked briskets and 10 cases of beer by a man known as the Brisket Bandit. Damn, sounds like my old nickname, the Host Radish Ho.
Mm. Yeah, yep, got yep, yep, four, yep, yep. Got your four clicks right here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Washington, D.C. Mayor Muriel Bowser is moving forward with D.C. marijuana legalization, despite warnings from Republican lawmakers that he could go to jail. Marijuana? I miss the good old days when it was okay for mayors in D.C. to do crack. Am I right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, sire Tom Fogarty. Good night, man. Night, man. Night, man. Shimalia. Shimalia, Shimalia, Shimalia. Her map for night car. Good night, man. Okay, what's your favorite scene? She's the man with the man. She's the man with Amanda Bynes, man.
But here's the thing, Marnie. It's been two years, and that's a lot of time off. And I'm ready for some time on. I miss you. I miss us. I got something for you. What do you think? Yeah, and that's my very thing. Oh, my God. Incredible. Incredible. Yes. I love the voice. I love the voice. Yes. Incredible. Yeah, the voice is much better than American Idol, yes. <laughs> no, no. That was, that was a good voice. I liked it. It was very good. I liked it. Was, uh, well, I just learned that I cannot do Jay Baruchel at all. I need to work on that impression, apparently, because that was horrible. No, that was, that was good. You made it sound good. For once. <laughs> For once. <laughs> All right. Um, no, not you, but you're him. You made him sound I can think of. Uh, oh, by the way, my description for this episode of the show uh, uh, says Blazing Rye host Ryan Holmes and his hometown homeboy John Weeks conduct a weekly discussion. I spelled discussion wrong. Discussion in the vein of classic chat shows like Live with Regis and Kathy Lee, Maury, and Jim J and Tammy Faye. <laughs> I love it. I love it. I love it. It's the best episode ever. I think this is the best episode to date. I can think of no better way of ending the show. I can think of no better way of ending the show. I can think of no better way of ending the show than by saying, if it ain't showbiz, it ain't abyss. Hit the brakes, Florence. Somebody owes me a martini. And if you have a Barbie doll, what are you going to do with that fucking bitch? You're going to take her to Best Buy. Buy a damn refrigerator over there. Preach. You're going to put Barbie into the refrigerator. Yeah. You push it over a cliff of a thousand mm. feet high. Yeah, that you let it explode. Load. You're gonna bring it back to Best Buy, burned and charred with Barbie bits in it, and you're gonna <laughs> say that the you're gonna say that the ice dispenser wasn't working properly, and get your money back. <laughs> but you're gonna have to pay a restocking fee. <laughs> Equal to the amount of the refrigerator. <laughs> <laughs> good night, weeks. Good night, everybody. Good night.